Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello there. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are listening to me. Today on the podcast, we are talking about something that comes up a lot. We are talking about the one sheet. Now, before we dive into that, let's talk about a couple of other things that are happening. Number one is I have a free resource for you. Yes, it's the Master Your Message Checklist. How do you find that? It is so simple. You go to takethestagepodcast.com, you click on resources, and it is the first one that pops up there for you. So head over there and get that if you have not already done that. And also, are you in the Facebook group? Now, every week, well, almost every week this summer, I am featuring one, two, or three speakers. You're going to get to hear their message. You're going to get to hear me give them feedback on their message. So come on over, join in. It is Take the Stage Speakers. All you have to do is do a quick and easy search on Facebook and join in the fun. So let's dive into today's message, your one sheet. We have a lot of this over in the Facebook group, but what do you need to put in a one sheet for a speaker? Now, there's very different needs. I see a lot of people do their one sheets because they're author speakers. They do them as authors. But if you are using your one sheet to get booked to speak, then it is a sales tool. I know we don't love the word sales, but it is a sales tool to get your foot in the door with an event planner. So let's start with a very simple element, your name. I know it sounds self-explanatory, but let me tell you, I have had more than one one sheet come across my desk where I've had to search to find the speaker's name because they used a ministry name instead of their name. Step into your calling, trusting the light in the darkness. That's great. Those are taglines. Those are not your name. Use your name. Number two, let's talk about the fonts. Now, I know I'm getting into the creative part already, but use a font that I can read. Typically, people use very colorful, is that the right word? Or very elaborate and fancy fonts with their name or their ministry name or that heading they put on a one sheet. Make sure it is readable. Now, your tagline. This is not a requirement, but I like to have it. It can be your sticky statement. And you've heard me talk about a sticky statement. That is a clear, concise, easy to remember statement about your message. It can be your sticky statement. It can be a tagline that you use. One of the ones that I use, not all the time, but sometimes, depending on where I'm speaking, is leading women to trusting your calling step into your calling. 
So you got your name, you have your tagline, if you have to have it, not required, a picture of you, the real you, okay? Maybe not the you that had a little shishin done, you know, a little glitter and glow, maybe not glitter, but definitely some glow, the best version of the real you. Showcase your style, your personality in your photograph. If possible, invest in a professional photo shoot. Now, I know, again, this may not be in your wheelhouse. If you're going to do your own headshot, make sure it is well lit and it reflects who you are. And I really would love for you to consider just finding someone who maybe is just starting out in photography that would be willing to do a headshot for you. All right, let's jump over to the About You section. What is the About You section all about? Well, About You is, well, about you. But let's talk about what you share in the About You. Remember, this is for the event planner. She wants to know why you are the person that can share this message better than any other person. Show her why you are the person to help her audience. Yes, her audience. Because her job is to bring in someone that will make her women better, serve them better, that can challenge them, encourage them. How are you that person? I often see this, and if you do this, it's okay. I did it for a long time. About you, I would tell, you know, I'm married. I have two kids. My girls are this and this. I would tell their ages. We've got, you know, 14 different manifestations of pets because there's always a rotating pet thing going on here. Hamsters and always dogs and cats. At one time, we had a tarantula. It was not mine. It was my youngest. But oftentimes, I put all that in there, none of which showcased my qualifications. What about me? What about you makes you the person to share the story? This is where you can share a little bit of your story. If you're talking about grief, why are you the person to talk about it? If you're talking about overcoming, what have you overcome? If you're talking about walking in joy, how did you learn to walk in joy? Why are you the person? Share a little bit of your story. Event planners, just like everyone else, we love story, just like you do. We love to hear your story. Why are you the person for this specific group? What makes you special? And I know you're special, but you just have to showcase why you're special. All right, so we've got the about you. We have your picture. We have your title, your name. Let's talk about your message, your signature message. Now, sometimes people want to give four or five different messages. I say, focus on one. And then if you feel the need to add more, you can put one or two lines. Showcase how your message will serve her audience. Use bullets or short statements. Focus on the highlights of the message. And I love to add a line at the bottom 
that says a benefit to the audience. And I list how they will walk away. So they will walk away with the tools to become better or more effective prayer warriors. They will receive a five-day follow-up devotional that will continue the journey. Tell the event planner, what will the audience walk away with? Let her know that you have thought so much about her audience that it's important to you that she understand that you know how important it is to her that the audience walks away with tangible, doable application. You know, as an event planner, we look for a few things from speakers. The first thing you look for when you're planning a large event is who can sell my tickets. The second thing within the same person is who can deliver a message that matters to my audience. Now, if you bring that down, and I'm an event planner at a church, and I have been that person, I haven't always done just big events. I've been the event planner at a church. I didn't worry about selling tickets. Who can serve my audience well? My women need. So what need are you meeting with this message? Think about that. Make sure that benefit for the audience is there. And that's why I like to spell it out. I like to make it easy. So when that event planner is sitting in a business meeting and they say, so Mary, why do you want Susan Speaker to be our keynote next year? Well, here's why. Because Susan has walked through X, Y, Z, and she will bring a message, A, B, C. These are the three benefits our women will receive from this message. I want to be able to give her everything she needs to get me booked. All right, let's talk about social proof. What is social proof? Well, this is combination of testimonials or notable places. Now, hear what I'm saying. It may be that you've never spoken anywhere. Well, have you led Bible study? Have you ever presented in a business setting? Not that you are misleading at all. You can have someone to say, you know, Mary leads our weekly Bible study. She is creative. She is this. She is this. You know, we have da, 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 da. Honest and truthful. Or maybe you present at the regular Rotary Club. Have someone write a review or a testimonial about that. But if you're listening to me, and you've been listening for a while, I bet you have one or two or more places and people that can talk about what you've done and how you have ministered to them. Maybe you do a regular Facebook Live every week, and you could have one of your regular attendees talk about how you show up there. That's not false testimony. You are saying, you know, this person, I listen to Mary every week, And every week she shows up with Bible study, this, this, and this. She is engaging. So look for the people that can give you the testimonials. And as you begin to grow your speaking skills and you're out there in the world getting it done, here's what I want you to remember. Always, always ask for a testimonial. Now, oftentimes you may have to maybe 
have a, here's what people have said in the past about me. Help them along because it's easier to take what someone said in the past and make it my own. Or this is something I've done that's very effective and you can use this too. To say, I'd love to hop on the phone with you and chat about what you thought about our event. You get on the phone, you're talking, you're talking about the event, and you ask her to say, would it be okay with you if I write this up and just make a little blurb out of our conversation? I'll send it over to you for proofreading and for approval. Most people are so happy for you to do that for them because they want to give you that referral, but oftentimes they don't know where to start with the testimonial. Now, this one's going to sound so obvious. Contact information. Yes, I have had one sheets that did not have contact information. I know it sounds crazy, but they sent it to me in an email and the two things got separated because I would put often those in a file where they stand alone. I don't keep that email together. I just throw those in a file. And then when I need something, I pull them up and I'm like, okay, one, two, three. Oh, I don't know who this person is. And I have to go do a search and find. So contact information. Now, you do not have to put your phone number on there unless you feel so inclined. But if you're sending it to event planners, feel free to put your phone number. If you're putting this up on your website, and obviously you should have this in both a PDF form and on your website, you can easily have the PDF that you send have your phone number on it and the one on your website does not. Very easy to do. Remember, your one sheet is your foot in the door. It's your highlight reel. It's what gets you noticed. Because once they get on the phone with you and find out how fabulous you are, obviously, they're going to book you to speak. Okay, just to go back over, let's go through it. Your name, your tagline, a great picture that showcases you, the about you section that is more about your story and what you bring to the table, your message, and then some social proof, testimonials, and contact information. And just on the style side, be careful. Don't use 15 different fonts. Don't use bright pink letters on white background or dark pink with white writing. Make sure it's easy to read and then print it off in black and white and make sure it prints well in black and white. Because your event planner could have to print off five or six of these to take to a business meeting or a ministry meeting. And she may not have the resource to be able to put it up on a screen. She may just have to print and go. So make it easy for her to print. All right. Y'all have a great rest of your day. I look forward to seeing you on Facebook and all around town. Have a good one. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. 
Until next week, have a good one.